Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Indeed, the independent wrestling podcast. I'm Mike Hamley, joined as always to talk about some independent wrestling by my awesome co-host, Righteous Reg. How you it's your boy, Media Man, your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster, here to talk about <clears throat> my favorite professional wrestling, independent wrestling. Suck it. That's a wild statement. <laughs> you, watch, you, you watch and you talk about so much fucking wrestling you attend so much wrestling although a lot of it actually is independent wrestling so i guess yeah. full circle all mm-hmm. makes sense never mind i said yeah, nothing there you go <laughs> see no my my favorite live wrestling show is independent wrestling show every time there's nothing like the atmosphere i don't want to be i love going to aw i love going to i used to love going to wwe but being in an arena, I like to walk around. When you, when I'm at an independent wrestling show, I'm all over the place. I'm in the back over here. I want to go talk to a wrestler over here. I see some friends over here. Like, at the big wrestling shows, you stay in your seat. Like, the wrestling matches are happening. You're right there. Mm-hmm. I like to mix it up. So, independent wrestling is where it's at for me. Yeah. I, uh, I've i only had Dynamite recently. I'm not sure. I'm gonna, there's some independent wrestling coming up out here that I really want to try to get, to, get out to. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see Demand Lucha in Toronto yeah. so bad. They're uh, they're tearing it up. They're on IWTV as well. So mm-hmm. if you're from perhaps not the Toronto area or Ontario, and this is a promotion that is, sounds new to you, give them a look. They uh, they have some they have some really awesome shows. They're always uh, it's 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 a very like party atmosphere there. Um, it it you know almost it, it's kind of you, you get a lot of lucha obviously it's demand lucha yeah but uh it's you know more to like the no rules side of things too like it's uh yeah it's just a good time they're they you know they bring in a lot of uh talent from not just you know local canadians so check them out on IWTV. Mm-hmm. You'll see some, uh, you know, you'll see some familiar faces if you're from the U.S. Uh, definitely some big names that you're aware of. Mixing it up with some of our wonderful Canadian wrestlers up here. That's my uh, that's my plug for Demand Lucha this week. Good. Good shit. Yeah. yeah. Gonna check them out. Yeah. Definitely going to try to get out to their, uh, their shows coming up. We, yeah, so we missed a couple weeks. There was a lot of crazy shit that happened over the last couple weeks. It's ridiculous. So amazing, some amazing shows. We yep. some greatness. Like Prestige had some craziness going on. Uh, yep. Reality unfolds. Beyond had perfection or vanity. Uh, GCW, you know, they're running like almost every weekend anyway. So you know, they, I think they've had like four shows, four or five shows, legit since the last time we talked. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it, it's wild to me with them too because they're not like they're not. You know, trout. They're not like, oh, hey, we're in New Jersey this day, New York the next day. They're mm-hmm. like, hey, we might be in, you know, Chicago today and Los Angeles tomorrow. It's right. Like they're Legit. they they have some excessive travel going on. Mm-hmm. It's insane. We missed a lot. Of, 
we missed a lot of gifts of the week too. There are some, man, there was, there were some moments that happened. We're going to have just um, to have one show. That's just gift of the weeks, the whole show. Cause like there's been a million legit since last time we talked. I think there's, I think what, I think what we're going to have to, I, I, you know, Hey, we'll bounce this idea around between the two of us now, but if you're watching the show, get in the comments, let us know if you want to see this. I think either the last show of the month or the first show of the next month, mm-hmm. we've got to have, we've got to pick between all of the gifts of the week from the, from that month and mm-hmm. pick like a gift of the month month amongst them or something. I like that. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And then at the end, we'll call the gift of the year. Gift of the year. Oh, there we go. Yeah. yeah. Just keep it going. Hey, look at that. Brainstorming live on idea. the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is how most of our ideas come together. Honestly, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what about I'm talking this? through pretty much? Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll try that. Turns out, yeah, we like that. Right. Just like, uh, you know, we like our top five. We love our top five. That's why we're here. Yeah. We do, we both, you know, we both, uh, we curated a little bit uh, from, I, I, I curated a little bit from the weeks we missed as well, because mm-hmm. there was just some stuff I really had to shout out. Right. But uh, yeah, you know, I'll get started. I'll I'll, I'll get us started today with cool. uh, with number five. Uh, my number five. I've done this once before. It's not a match. It's a show. Yes. Uh, my number five. It's the beginning of a month, so you know you're gonna get a brand new episode of this on the first of every month at midnight on IWTV. It's the life of uh, docu series. Uh, you know, IWTV is basically sending a GoPro to some of your favorite independent stars from yep. all around North America. They're taking this. So it's not even a camera crew. It's literally like the most personal one-to-one experience life view you could really get. Um, and yeah, they're taking this camera anywhere, you know, for like 30 days to a couple months and just documenting the day-to-day, some of their matches, what goes into, you know, their wrestling careers, but then so much fantastic you know, personal life stuff that really, it just makes you more attached to the people you're watching. Um, You know, adds this whole other layer of, you know, depth to the people that, you know, we're seeing do all this crazy shit in the ring. And it's like, oh, okay. You know, you might be surprised to find out that, you know, some of your favorite wrestlers are like, you know, your favorite deathmatch wrestler might happen to be like an avid guinea pig owner, something like that. Right. Uh, (laughs) And this month they featured Billy Starks. So this was uh, a fantastic look into, again, the day-to-day life and behind the scenes of one of wrestling's fastest rising stars. Uh, mm. I interviewed statement at this point. I interviewed Billy about a year ago. And uh, so like, I've already heard how she juggles school and her personal life and like, you know, her wrestling responsibilities with all of that, but seeing it in practice, it's just like, you're right. constantly, constantly traveling. It's kind of bananas. Especially how much we've talked about last year. She had, did she have the most or second to the most matches out of any wrestler? Um, No, so far it's this year. She's got this year. Like, yeah. This year already. She's got likes. I can look it up. Actually, Like her schedule is it's not, insane. it's like the most insane schedule, like including like the big time shit, because She's working. Some wrestlers um, on the big time only work once or twice a week. Billy's working four times a week sometimes, and this is constant. She's going to Japan. She's all over the country. She's yeah. going to school. 
she's trying to graduate. She, you know, like there's so much going on and to be able to do all that and then ex- execute it perfect and have great matches is like, wow, it's amazing. Yeah. And something else too, it's really like heartwarming in the series just to see all the support she gets from like yeah. her family. Her family is like in it with her. They're, they you know, they're really Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but also the support she gets like from her fellow wrestlers, like her peers yeah. and all the people around. They just it seems like everyone just, you know, like wants to see her succeed, which really I think, you know, everyone just wants to see everybody succeed. But definitely there's, there's definitely, some extra with Billy. There, yeah, there's like this extra level of just like support and encouragement that you can really see people giving her. And it's uh, yeah, it's special. Right. But it was a double life of this month. Because uh, we also got a two-part series, The Life of Presents, Shaza Takes America. Mm. And uh, it's Shaza McKenzie. She did a three-month trip to the U.S. last year. This was uh, spring of 2022. Mm. So this is the footage we're getting. Th- that is the one thing about it. The footage is usually a little dated. Um, you know, but also that's there's so much to edit. They have so many wrestlers simultaneously f- filming that... I don't know. Actually... You know, probably smarter than anything. They have content in the can probably for months to come still. Definitely. But yeah, this was, uh, yeah, this series too, it followed the day-to-day life of Shaz on her three-month excursion to the U.S. Uh, you know, so she's from Australia. She was stuck at home for, um, uh, she last wrestled in the U.S. in March of 2020. And the travel restrictions to get in and out of Australia were just insane during the pandemic. So it wasn't until spring of 2022 that she was actually able to get back over for a wrestle trip. And uh, yeah, it followed her, you know, followed the same. We saw her matches, a lot of behind the scenes, a lot of traveling for her because she's three months in a country. She doesn't live in. So every day was a trap. Every day is essentially a travel day for her on that trip. And that's something that like, you know, I don't really, like you see the matches when wrestlers are over on excursions and stuff mm-hmm. like that and taking these extended trips, but you don't really think about the fact that like this person isn't like they're not going and wrestling all weekend and then going home from Monday to Thursday. Mm-mm. They're wrestling all weekend, staying in Airbnbs and, you know, with like friends and bouncing around and stuff. There's just so much extra that goes in behind just getting to the like just showing up at the shows and the wrestling on mm-hmm on a trip like that. So it was really, yeah. Like uh, the Monday through Thursday, they're trying to find something to do. Like they're like yeah. in some random place. They've probably never been before in their lives, seeing these crazy things, trying mm-hmm. to like book training sessions, trying to interact with other wrestlers, trying to book matches. Cause as we know, wrestling's going on every day at this point. So it's not just like come uh, to America Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, get your shit off, and then Monday through you're back to the UK, and then you can no, back to Australia or wherever you're from, and then come back. No, you're here grinding it out. It's like yep. it's professional wrestling. Yep, absolutely. It was uh it was really great getting that, you know, kind of behind the scenes look into just that kind of work. Like there's the work in the ring that we see, but the extra work and sacrifice and hardship outside of it is just makes you appreciate everything that's going on for our entertainment on the show is just exactly that ex- is there's just that extra level to it. Um, so yeah, it, first of every month on IWTV, the first of the series. month when you wake up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> oh shit. It's Come on. Come on. 
Yes. So, uh, yeah, we should. My uh, my number five of the week is your neck of the woods, my friend. Our friends at C4 Wrestling. We've talked multiple times. We've talked to people from C4 Wrestling. We've always put these people over because they have great shows. They put together some of the best cards, not just in Canada, but in anywhere. So Mm -hmm. shout out to them. My uh, match, number five match was Kevin Blackwood versus Joey Janela. C4 Savage Streets is the show. This is uh, Kevin Blackwood has been on a tear. We've talked a little bit about him in C4 already and the things that he's done. He's kind of put that company on his back, which is kind of crazy because he's not from there. You know what I mean? Like, so for him to come in as an outsider and put on some of the best matches anywhere in any country has been great to see. We know what happened when Joe happens when Joey Janela shows up, everything, there's going to be doors. There's going to be some fan interaction. A beer might get drank. Um, Somebody's going to get double stomped through something for some reason. This match was super fun, though. Uh, they This was, I don't want to say a clash of styles, but, you know, Kevin Blackwood is not a, a, a Joey Janela-style wrestler. When You you know, when you see a Kevin Blackwood match, it's going to be like some hard-hitting, in the middle of the ring, two people locking it up. And Joey Janela doesn't stay in one place. He's going to be everywhere. So, But at the same time, both wrestlers can also go to the other side because we've seen Joey Janela not do his Joey Janela style in a lot of places and just go one-on-one with people locking it up. But here, this was the best of both worlds because they spilled to the outside pretty immediately. Joey Janela's like, no, I'm going to show you guys what's up. Anytime he goes to somewhere else where people want that and they don't see him on a regular basis, he's going to bring his Joey Janela shit. They're all outside. Joey Janela hits Kevin Blackwood with a DDT through a table super early. Like, you already know what type of time they're on as soon as they get there. It was amazing. I love it. Um, it kind of, it's like almost fan interaction, but not like you would think. It's like interacting as in get your ass out of the way because I might slam something onto you. Um, they get back into the ring and uh, Joey Janela somehow finds a door somewhere. Of course, this promotion doesn't even have doors. But Joey Janela usually brings him, brings them with him across on his uh his carry on. He's like, "No, nah, I got my championship. I got a door." Were any of them painted? Was there a? I can't yes. I'm to remember. There was this one. Paint, was, there was, yeah, yeah, there was a painted door. There yeah, they had door. they have a fan who does uh, like just paints the doors. A fan does that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, Mar- C four C four uh tagged them on Twitter because I tweeted mm. about it once. I thought it was. I love it because like they're always customized for the match too. They're yeah, not, like like that. It's like that door belongs to that match. Mm-hmm. Like it, you know, that door belongs to that match. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's personalized doors. It's yeah. super cool. I love it. Yeah, the the out. door that one of the doors that was painted actually was used here for a top rope DVD onto Joey Janela from Kevin Blackwood. Hey. Got Joey Janela right off of his shit. There was they did a lot of like super cool and innovative spots with the the chair. They utilized the chair in different ways. Blackwood hit Joey Janela with the with the tombstone, which he used throughout the match to kind of uh signify that he's gonna finish off this match. There was a lot of tombstone spots um 
uh, that happened throughout it that eventually got Kevin Blackwood the win. One of the coolest spots of the match, though, Kevin Blackwood has Janela set up in the corner for the double stomp, but there's chairs underneath Joey Janela, and Blackwood hits a very extremely hard double stomp through Joey Janela, signifying the end of the match, hits him with the Huluva kick while Joey Janela has a chair on the top of his head, hits a That's Incredible onto some door remainings, and Kevin Blackwood is your winner. Great match. Great show. Definitely check out C4, all their shows, because they're super fun, like I said. And uh, shout out to both these guys. Um, Joey Janela's been doing some excellent work. We got Joey Janela spring break coming up. Super busy. As about as busy as an independent wrestler as there is at this point. So Spring great. break looks crazy. Spring dude. break is, 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 I'm crying, honestly. Like, fo- both. Like, the whole collective. Mm-hmm. I just keep seeing these match announcements coming up, and... That like, DDT show, the DDT versus GCW show. Yeah. Oh my god. And we got dude. Joey Janela wrestling Uno on there. Uh, Uno, I I'm so bad with this. You know who I mean. Yes. Uno. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm listening. I'm like I'm gonna let Mike handle this one. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel like uh, I feel like I feel like Chance the Rapper on the mm-hmm. SNL skit when he's trying to pronounce all the European hockey players' names. Right. 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 I'm just like. <laughs> It's too many vowels. But... Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, love some C4. Yeah. Check out C4. Uh, Super dope. Let's double up. Give us your four. Yeah, Give us- definitely. Um, my number four, this is uh, from the Scenic City Rumble. That's they have the show. Scenic City Invitational coming up in July. Back-to-back nights. Very important tournament for independent wrestling uh one of the best tournaments in independent wrestling the tournaments are actually starting to go kind of crazy because i just saw that czw is bringing back the best of the best winner that's going to be the new czw world champion huge deal back in the days when when i was getting into this current form of independent wrestling the premier tournament was the best of the best i loved all those shows back in the day so i'm happy to see them coming back Super excited to see who's in it and how they do it this year. So shout out to CZW. This is from the C- Scenic City Rumble. It's Shug D and Alex Kane versus AC Mac and Jada Newman. Uh, Shug D and AC Mac have a long-term, long-form rivalry. They've been all yeah. over them southern states just beating each other up, talking shit about each other. They don't like each other. They're what? just like... They just can't get along anywhere that they are. They try to be in tag teams together. That doesn't work. People are trying to put like, and nothing works. They just are always at each other's throats. And it's going to come to a head here very soon. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Watch action wrestling, action wrestling. You action have wrestling. to watch action wrestling. Yeah. They're incredible. They've done a lot of amazing things. AC max run as action wrestling champion. Just amazing stuff there. So definitely yeah. check that out. Um, like I've always said about AC Mac, if AC Mac is in your match, when his entrance is over, hand him the microphone, let him get that heat to start off every single match because it works every single mm-hmm. time. It never fails. He starts the match. He's people are like, oh, this guy, like if they've never seen him, well, this guy looks interesting. He gets on the mic, starts to shut everything down. Then you just want to see him either beat somebody up or get beat up. You usually get beat up because that's how AC Mac gets down. Um, Alex Kane is there, one of MLW's finest wrestlers on the rise constantly throughout every week he's uh leveling up to become a better wrestler 
suplexing people constantly, dropping fools on their head. Um, Jada Newman is here too. He's been along for a lot of this ride throughout all all the rivalries kind of intertwined throughout there throughout this action uh Shug D and AC Mac rivalry. He's been there right along for the ride. So this was kind of something to further along the the feud and the things that are going on. They put a lot of focus on the Mac and Shug rivalry here. They're fighting. Uh Shug's trying to hit Mac with his finish. Mac's pissed. It's a constant brawl. Jada Newman uh, comes in, hot tags. He hit a super dope springboard double knees at one point. Um, but in the end, Suge D and Alex Kane got the victory through some shady tactics. They got the victory here. I think this is just leading to a one-on-one between Suge and Alex and Suge and AC Mac. Mm-hmm. That eventually, uh, I don't know what, what's going to happen here. I don't know if it'll ever be over, honestly. These guys just really don't like each other. But, uh, yeah, get ready for the Scenic City Invitational coming up in July. It's going to be great. All your favorites will be there. A bunch of people that you don't know, but that will eventually be your favorites will be there too. So exceptional, most important. Exceptional tournament. Yeah. Very, very good watch. Uh, and, yeah, this match, like, you look at the names in it, these are – you know, four of the most important names in Southern wrestling recently. Yeah, honestly. The last few years. This is almost like an all-star tag match, really. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Southern wrestling, man. They got mm-hmm. some. I mean, I don't think they've ever not been that because wrestling's so prominent out there, but like they're really doing it recently. Yeah, absolutely. And I can't wait. Hopefully Uncharted comes back soon. Uh-huh. Uh, I want. You know, I want that weekly show back down there, too. Definitely. So I'm moving to my number four. Uh, we're going to go back a week. We're going back a couple of weeks here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one took place, uh, I would say, I guess, two weekends ago now. Uh, it was from GCW co-promoting with VXS, uh, Violence and Suffering. Uh, oh, sweet. For Jimmy Lloyd's birthday. This was Jimmy Lloyd's All Grown Up on Fight Plus. And uh, it was Jimmy Lloyd versus Effie in a death match. Mm-hmm. Now, this was. Oh, yes. I forgot about this shit, Mike. Oh, this my was God. only built like so. Mm-hmm. It, first of all, you know, we'll set the table here. It's Jimmy Lloyd's birthday. He's getting yep. a match with Effie. Vegas. Uh, yep. It's in Vegas. Jimmy mm-hmm. Lloyd. I think he turned 25. Happy belated birthday, mm-hmm. Jimmy Lloyd. Shout out to Jimmy Lloyd. But, you know, like, what do you say about the two competitors? It's Jimmy Lloyd, GCW staple, Northeast yep. independent wrestling staple. He yep. has wrestled. If you've had a promotion in the Northeast in the last, you know, several years, Jimmy Lloyd probably wrestled on it. He probably did some crazy fuck shit. He's the king of the scramble, but he's 1, also thousand percent. He's also one of the most versatile dudes out there. He yes. can mix it up and get in some of the most violent death matches. But then, you know, you drop him in a scramble and give him all these crazy high spots. And, you know, this this rapid succession uh, of delivering and taking everyone else's shit. Singles matches. He's kind of like a gateway in GCW almost. Uh, Yeah. Like right along the lines of Deppin. It's like Deppin, Jimmy Lloyd. If you can go go with these guys, then you can go. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. You had a good match with them. Keep coming back, I guess. Right. Mm -hmm. Um. And then Effie, 
on the other side of this match. We have like King. So actually probably would be a great time to bring this up. An amazing time. We have our uh, our first guest joining us on Indeed uh, will be next Wednesday uh, on Wednesday's show, 6 p.m. Eastern on Fightful Overbooked, live for a live podcast interview. Uh, Effie's going to be here. Oh, man, I'm so excited about that, this. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if we could have a better first guest on the Indie Wrestling Podcast than Effie. It's, it's almost perfect. Really? You know, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, I uh, yeah, that was a that, that was a very, very fun one to confirm yesterday. I was mm-hmm. I was having a good afternoon after that. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So next looking week forward to that. Make sure you tune in. Check it out. Uh, you know, again, what do you say about Effie? He's we're going to get to talk about what he did in this match here. Ooh, oh, yeesh. yeah. Yeah, definitely going to. Yeah, definitely gonna have to get an update on that. But mm-hmm. <laughs> this is, uh, you know. Effie's done this like special and incredible thing where he's got like an aura around his name and he's transcended just like being he's you know so much more than just a wrestler yes now it it, like his matches are like an attraction Mm -hmm. there's uh you know there's it's an aura there's a whole and then, but the way he's taken that and not just kept that spotlight on himself and spread it around and uses it to uplift others and, you know, spread the love and, you know, raise his peers up with it as well. Uh, we have Effie's Big Gay Brunch coming up at the Collective. Mm-hmm. We're definitely going to talk about that next week and yep. look at some of that card because some of the matches that are booked on that, holy shit. A lot of friends on it. I'm talking about a ton of friends on that show. Yeah. It's, yeah. uh, well, not, yeah, yeah, for you. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, yeah. like my friends' friends. Yeah. My yeah. Friends. <laughs> like, yeah, for you. Like, it's, it's a, and I'm, you know, me just looking at this with a, I, I'm, you know, I'm just watching the matches. I don't know anyone, but like, <laughs> I, I know who they are in the ring and I'm, mm-hmm. I can't fucking wait for this one. This might might be one of the most. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Stacked cards yet, honestly. It yeah. Just, it just keeps getting bigger, too. It does. It's, a, um, it's usually one of the best shows of wrestlemania weekend and this one is like you said probably is going to be the best they've ever had yeah uh 
you know, I don't know if we'll see this match stipulation on there though. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy, so, so yeah, so, so Jimmy came out to start this, and he said, "Well, you know, it's my birthday, and I can have any kind of match with Effie that I want." Sicko. And uh, he decided uh, to have a no rope barbed wire match. And so, you know, next thing you know, we go to intermission because they got to take the ropes down and string up some mm-hmm. barbed wire. And uh, yeah, they had a fucking no rope barbed wire match. All right. Uh, like two. So like two minutes into the match, Jimmy, Jimmy hits Effie with a shotgun dropkick that, you know, would presumably just send him into the barbed wire and he'd slump down. I guessing he wasn't supposed to go to the floor. I wouldn't. I, so. I don't know. I, we'll, so. I don't know. We'll have to ask. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, the, there was some give to the wire and he totally just with his whole body Ooh. weight leaned up against the barbed wire, like slid down to the floor and his back caught on the wire. Mm. So bad. Like I couldn't I, I, I couldn't keep this off my list because I just had to acknowledge that this happened. Honestly, I yeah. saw that and I was like, oh, that's that. And I was like, oh, this has to be like, you know, the gnarliest shit I'm going to see in this match. Because like, mm. no, not even close. No, no. His back was shredded the fuck up too. Uh, like a gross. It was a gross one. Mm. It was a gross one. Um, and also, like, like, if like, you don't like like nasty deathmatch shit, you might want to avoid this one. This was one of those ones. Yeah. And know. I'm going to throw out the warning right now, too. This isn't the last deathmatch on my list. I know. Uh, I I love it. Yeah, I I'm. It was never something that I was like, like I enjoyed some ECW and like I I loved hard like I loved hardcore matches when I was a kid, but like deathmatch with you know like as soon as glass and stuff started happening, <laughs> I was like, I don't know, maybe it's a little much for me. And then something in my adult life, I'm just like, yeah, fuck it, this is awesome, and I'm <laughs> like, yeah, like I. I'm just I'm just sitting here at home now and like Hoodfoot's mm-hmm. pouring salt on people and I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, right. So, yeah, I don't know. Something something turned in me. Um mm-hmm. it was actually the first time I saw Drew Parker wrestle. Hmm. Fact. I, yeah, I just saw about it. I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. Um shout out Drew Parker too. Wrestled his last death match over the weekend. Crazy, crazy match. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah this one was just nuts jimmy and effie were fucking killing each other uh like jimmy lloyd was trying to not make it to his 26th birthday yeah uh effie also was i i guess his birthday present to jimmy was uh letting him almost kill him like uh, Mm -hmm. a bunch there was uh, i love a gift yeah like they took uh at one point jimmy cut the wire out on one side of the ring Mm-hmm. And from the middle of the ring, hit Effie with a running Death Valley driver to the floor that he started running from in the ring and just jumped <laughs> off the apron with him. Uh, the The whole match was just it, it was it was fucked. I didn't expect this much insanity to it. Uh, mm-hmm. I also wasn't expecting a no rope barbed wire in the first place. So just right. as, as soon as that happened, I was like, oh, okay, all bets are off. It is Vegas. So, right. 
hell of a way to celebrate your 25th birthday, Jimmy Lloyd. I don't think you're, he would uh, have it any other way. Like that was perfect. Like that probably was real. They were like, Hey, what kind of match do you want to have for your birthday? And he's like, barbed wire. And they're like, no rope barbed wire. <laughs> yeah. With Effie. <laughs> they're like, all right, whatever you want, Jim. Yeah. Also, Effie, what a great friend, you know? Amazing. The whole time though, he's yelling at Jimmy. He's like, well, look what you're doing to me, Jimmy. <laughs> you're ruining my life. <laughs> Uh, so good yeah great stuff i'll hit into my number three off of this though mm-hmm. uh my number three is another match that took place uh a week ago this was from etu uh which is expect the unexpected mm-hmm. their show lightning in a bottle which you can mm-hmm. find on iwtv uh this was a tag match that as soon as i saw the graphic for it uh well it's actually so it was this was supposed to be uh the Kirk services Billy Starks and Brogan Finley. Mm-hmm. Uh Billy and Brogan had to pull off of the show. Uh this happened to be over a weekend that a certain uh new era of a promotion started mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. were taping. Mm-hmm. I I think Reg talks about it on the Ring of Honor. Do you talk about any other promotions like specifically <laughs> after they air? Yeah, Ring of Honor, Honor Club. Interesting. Yeah. When is that Thursdays. on? It's on Thursdays at after Honor Club. I think it's at 4 p.m. is when the show starts. So at like 6 o'clock. Yeah. And if you're on the East Coast, that would be like 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. roughly. Yeah. That's the thing. I don't know. That, 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 see, that, that's the weird thing about that because they don't have like the TV time limit to Mm-mm. conform to. So like yeah. I'm waiting for the day we get like a three and a half hour episode or something. And I think like, it's going to continue like that. We talked to yeah. uh, Tony Khan, talked a little bit about it in the scrum about how there's that, not that, and how when he used to write shows as a kid that he just there was no TV, there's no sponsors, there's no anything. You could just write as much wrestling as you want. So I think eventually we'll get like a maybe like specials, you know, like a little like this one's gonna be three hours this day and this one's gonna be this. So I'm excited about it. I don't know how we got onto Ring of Honor, but yeah. Oh, Billy Starks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> who's gonna be on Ring of Honor this Thursday? <laughs> yeah. So Fightful Main Channel Thursday nights mm-hmm. at after Ring of Honor on Honor yeah. Club. Reg and Kate post yeah, show. Baby. It's so amazing. Much fun. I it, it 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 is actually mm-hmm. I I watched it I'm a viewer so <laughs> I, I had a great time y'all are hilarious Thanks. thank you great discussion mm-hmm. um, so yeah the Ring of Honor tapings kind of you know they've caused some they caused some shuffles and some cards this match being one of them it was supposed to be the Kirks versus Billy Starks and Brogan Finley right. instead we got the Kirks versus Yokai mm-hmm. uh, and you know what do you say here Yokai rule. Janai uh, kicks the ever-loving shit out of anyone and everyone that's put in front of her. Yep. Uh, Yoya is, you know, Yoya is a unique wrestler. He, yeah, uh, he, he's, he, he's like the name of the show. He's kind of lightning in a bottle. Um, yeah, I say honestly. he's, I say he's unique, but then also like I immediately like you know a lot of when I see him I. I, he kind of reminds me of like a, a almost like Leo Rush in the way that mm-hmm. he he's because he has you know because he's a little shorter he's able to just like duck around things yep. and move in a way that you know most people don't yeah slide under people's legs yeah exactly hair. there's yeah. so much cool shit he gets away with because of mm-hmm. it um and then the pairing of the two of, of you know Janai and Yoya is mm-hmm. always 
always a fantastic time on shows. And then it's we almost I, I, he, it's almost kind of like a John Silver style. Like he's like he's small, mm-hmm. but then he's yeah. buff. You know, and like he's, he's strong, strong though, strong yeah. boy. He's exactly he is. Yeah, uh, yeah Yoya is a large, small person. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how you. I don't know how you phrase that. Yeah. Either way, uh, you know, between Yoya and Janai, they're coming at the Kirks from all angles. Uh, there was a section in this match, though, that this it, it would have been my gift of the week had we had a show last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought Brandon Kirk was just going to like uh, like backdrop Yoya. Instead, he kind of scooped him up in his arms and he rocked him to sleep. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> uh, that was a great great spot amazing oh my god he rocked him to sleep <laughs> he's shushing the crowd mm-hmm. everyone ha- everyone goes silent janai kai's like yo yo wake up off of the apron <laughs> and then i don't know some fan decided to try to get himself over and was uh, like yeah, cause he yelled mm-hmm. and then he, he brandon's like shushing mm-hmm. him telling him to shut the fuck up mm-hmm. it was amazing roll the you know rolls yo yo over uh it gets it, when he rolls him over, Yoya's sucking his thumb. Mm-hmm. It gets a two count because Yoya wanted he's a side sleeper, so he didn't like being rolled <laughs> onto his back. He rolled back over onto his side. <laughs> then, uh, you know, Kirk went for another cover again, and Yoya, and then Yoya, you know, he kind of lulled him in with false sense of security, turned it into a crucifix pin. And then from there, they got up and hit this little sprint. It was. It's all the shit I love about independent wrestling. Yep. It like the match itself that there, you know, we have sections of the match, obviously, where everyone's actually going through their wrestling and they're, you know, they're, they're chaining holds and they're, you know, Janai's kicking the shit out of everybody. And Brandon Kirk is bouncing Yoya like a basketball. And, uh, but then we hit this one just ridiculous spot in the match. And, I'm thinking to myself, like, how would I explain this to a non-wrestling fan right now? And those are my favorite moments is when something so absurd happens that I'm like, if my wife walked into the room right now and saw this (laughs) without context, she would be baffled. Right. And I think, you know, I think about that. It's like nowhere else can you get away with shit like this, but pro wrestling. It's it's just it's such an amazing art form i love it and spots like this and spots like we'll get to later with our gift of the week because there's some discussion around this fellow too um it's what makes it's what makes it so fun to watch Mm -hmm. uh this match really did this you know like yokai are amazing the kirks are royalty in new jersey independent wrestling um, and it was also really cool seeing the Kirks wrestle a non-death match. Right. Uh, you know, like a lot of people give deathmatch wrestlers this like stupid fucking stigma label of, oh, they wrestle death matches because they can't wrestle anywhere else. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Flies. Yeah. And again, like, you know, you have to, you have to consider the term deathmatch wrestler still contains the word wrestler. wrestler. Yeah. Like it's, you know, you're not. And I'm I'm sure you get your odd person who, you know, skips wrestling school and, you know, just tries to get into it. 
don't see like, that's so we, rare like no one can it's it's so rare be on a show without going to wrestling school you know yeah it's so rare and you i don't think you really see these people hanging around for too long either. right exactly you know? longe at the end of the day like we're all you know we're watching trained wrestlers and seeing like you know like brandon kirk and janai kai in there and brandon kirk and yoya in there and casey and her casey with janai early on or with yoya early on mm-hmm. like yeah they fucking wrestle really well too right. um also you know kind of bringing this moment back up by uh brandon kirk versus bobby orlando from the iwtv show on restable another great match not a death match brandon mm-hmm. kirk doing some fun technical shit in there it was a good time uh but yeah etu lightning in a bottle that was on iwtv check it out etu great promotion uh not super frequent with their shows but when they do put them on they always hit right you know you keep saying iwtv and uh brought a thought into my brain and you should pull it up they announced the iwtv the independent wrestling champion uh the independent wrestling tournament for to you know what is it the independent wrestling championship tournament they announced uh i think 16 people to be in it and it's going to be when did they announce that uh exactly did they announce that do you know what i'm talking about or am i just talking out loud which tournament is this um let me find it real quick yeah the uh did they announce it at the beyond show they might have, but that was a couple weeks ago. It's been a while, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've smoked a lot. I know. I, 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 I couldn't I, I I couldn't tell you what I ate for breakfast <laughs> yesterday. So funny. Oh, the it's the the wrestling open. The wrestling open. Yes, the wrestling open. Sorry, I mixed it up because I smoke uh, a lot of it too. That's okay. That starts. Um, when does this start? I think it actually starts this week. Oh, like, sweet! To, I think round one starts tomorrow. On oh, great! Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a the wrestling open champion. That's a big deal. Yeah, that's a loaded bracket too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking at it right now and just ooh, yeah. boy. Even the first round matchups are some of them. You know. I love these independent tournaments because, like, mm-hmm. I see some of these brackets. And I'm like, this first round matchup was what I could have picked as a finals matchup. Yeah. But then I look later on in the brackets, and I'm like, actually, okay. But if this guy gets through, and this guy gets, it's mm-hmm. like, where there's no bad match in these because there's so there's so much exposure for from all these eye pay per views, and mm-hmm. we're seeing so many of these wrestlers on such a regular basis and becoming yep. familiar with them. Like, I could in the peak at the peak of wrestling in the nineties, I couldn't Mm -hmm. like, I couldn't have named you. And I, I probably knew everyone on the WWE and WCW rosters and ECW. I probably couldn't have named you as many wrestlers as I can think of off the top of my head right now. Right? No, not even close. And most of these names aren't even people that are featured on TV. Right. It's just people that I'm being exposed to through, you know, fight TV IWTV, high spots, uh, you know, independent services, you know, private streams, YouTube. It's it's just crazy how much a lot. ridiculously dope independent wrestling is out there. How many amazing talented wrestlers are out there? Oh yeah, starts March 9th, twenty twenty three. That's it. Yeah. All right. Wrestling open. 
Round one, too. Uh, Dan Barry versus Big Bacon, Brad Hollister. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Love some some Dan Barry. Who you got? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, My heart says Alec Price. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same here, same here. Because he, like, he... When I think of Wrestling Open, I almost, like, immediately have his name pop into my head he's like mm-hmm. you know what i mean um like this is almost like kind of his tournament at this point yeah like i yeah. could i could see alec price mm-hmm. uh i could see ryan clancy mm-hmm. fancy ryan clancy uh brad hollister there's some question marks there yeah the question mark is interesting because that's mm-hmm. love doug's opponent mm-hmm. and i'm trying to think like who haven't i seen at wrestling open for a while that is regularly there normally I'm noticing there's not a lot of like tag team names on here. Mm-hmm. That'll be interesting. I want to see who ends up yeah. uh, filling that question mark spot. But if I cool. if I had to pick right now, looking at the bracket, I think the finals will come down to Alec Price versus Big Bacon Brad Hollister because mm-hmm. that's kind of like a rematch of a deep and long running feud that's spanned almost the entire history of wrestling open over the last year. Right. So it just seems like that would make sense. Sweet. Let's go, Alec. Yeah. Uh, so, Kirk's and Yokai, that was my number three. What do you mm-hmm. have at number three this week, Reg? Oh, my number three. Of course, <laughs> this guy's on the independent wrestling, <laughs> on our independent wrestling excursion throughout everywhere. <laughs> Quite possibly my favorite luchador in the entire world. The Kingo. Is here in GCW, GCW, holy smokes. And he's taking on an exciting favorite out of GCW, Alex Zane. Huh. This match, that supreme spot foo shit in the dictionary, this match is under that because these boys are going crazy. But Kingo is, I've talked about him at nauseum at this point. The shit that he does, the simple things that he does, double springboard into a missile drops drop kick is like if he just if that was the finish of the match, you'd be like, damn, that was the craziest thing I've ever seen. But that's like the first spot of the match. He starts out the match with the spot, and you're like, what? That's that I've never seen anything like that. He's like a fucking ninja, dude. He dress he dresses like a ninja and he moves like a ninja. He fucking kind of like tiptoes around stuff. He's like a little cat burglar. But then he hits like the craziest Hurricane Rana you've ever seen. There's that spot where he's in the corner. He flips. The other guy's in the other corner. He flips all the way to the other corner, catches the guy in an arm drag, and whips him out. It's like, what? How? How does your brain say, I'm going to try that? And then you get with a friend and you're like, hey, I have this wild ass idea. Let's try it. And your friend's like, yeah, let's do it. And then you do it and you execute it with pressure. Like I can see you executing that in practice. Sure. You're in this wrestling company. You've never been in in this wrestling ring. You've wrestled in two or three times. Not really used to with fans there. There's it's a different atmosphere. There's beer. There's all kind of shit. GCW isn't like uh, Mexico. Like these are two totally different experiences but then to to come here and be able to execute all that shit like it's nothing 
amazing. Alex Zayn wasn't a slouch either, man. He was one great on defense. You need somebody. If you have a Kingo in a match in your promotion, you need somebody that's great on defense. You need somebody that's great at catching. I mean, <laughs> we're keeping yeah. it like because this was about to be doing some crazy ass flips on your ass. But at one point, Vikingo tries this crazy ass uh, flipping. He jumps up, double springboards onto Alex Zane, who's on the apron, tries to hit him with the Hurricane Rana off the apron. But Alex Zane catches him with the release power bomb onto the apron. And then there's another yeah. point where he hits his uh, flipping face buster. I don't know exactly what he calls it, but he hits it exactly. He hits it off the second rope, just tearing him up. But if you've been on the internet in the last two weeks since this match happened, there's been one spot that you've seen all over your little page. Kingo sets up Alex Zane on the outside on a door, two doors between some chairs, gets back into the ring, hits the ropes, springs off the middle rope, step up into a 630, onto Alex Zane, onto the tables, flawlessly, like he's yeah. done it a million times. He's done it a lot of times. Just like this is wrestling in the future he's all he's doing wrestling what wrestling should be in the future now it's video games man it's video games dude video we games. used to play these video games and be like damn that'd be so cool if people could do this in real life they can they do yep. they are it's right here it's vikingo it's ray phoenix it's commander like it's like it's happening it's real life it's will osprey it's it's blake christian like this is the things that 20 years ago when we were playing video games as little kids, they brought this shit to life, dude. It's here. It's at our eyes. And when people are trying to down talk it or say it's gymnastics or blah, 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 I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like they learn this from wrestling games. Like some people's introduction into professional wrestling was through a WWE video game. Mm -hmm. And the way that those video games the way that the, the gameplay was on there, they brought that gameplay to life. So they're as fast as the games used to be when we played them when we were younger because that's how they came up off this shit. That's how they were inspired. Yeah. They watched Rey Mysterio Jr. do some crazy shit. We used to watch Hooventude and Psychosis and all these guys on Nitro do wild shit, and they brought that shit to life. So to be able to see it every weekend, be able to see what this fucking guy does, a step up, 630 splash to the outside, so much room for error, and there's no error amazing great shit he ended up uh winning the match with another 630 splash onto alex zane amazing match so many gifable moments i didn't even it's my gift of the week's not even in there because there's too many like it's not even fair so i don't yeah. let i can't give it to that fool every week because if vikingo has a show it, like if he's booked for a, a match it's yeah. like uh it's, it's a guarantee it, it, like it, oh it, gift it, of the week yeah all right yeah again yeah okay. yeah okay <laughs> We only get to use Vikingo once a month. <laughs> like, seriously, we have to put other, otherwise. I was gonna do the six thirty, like that. That was gonna be mine, and then I, I thought about it. And I was like, I'm pretty sure we had him on the last episode with yeah. like the some of the some crazy shit he did. Like I'm pretty sure my last one was a Vikingo uh, give for sure. It was. It was Vikingo versus Gringo Loco from yep. not GC, not their GCW match. I can't mm -hmm. remember where this one was, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, oh, the cartwheel into the... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just 
yeah, uh, the cartwheel until into the other thing, into the other thing, into the other right. thing, and then it was eventually a poison rana. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Oh, so yeah. yeah, great match, but you should definitely check that out. GCW, they have all kind of great shit. Um, into my number two match this weekend, I got to see my people. It was great. It was a Revolution AEW weekend. So anytime there's a big wrestling weekend, if you're a local wrestling promotion, what you're going to try to want to do is try to get some time in between there to possibly get some of those fans that are coming in from wherever they are to your show, get some new eyes on your product. And it happened here for my home promotion, West Coast Pro Wrestling. West Coast Best Coast took place Saturday night, South San Francisco, Irish Ukrainian Cultural Center. It was uh, an amazing time. The atmosphere was insane. Hella homies were in the building. All the Grab City boys were there at one point. It was, um, I was on my shit for sure, just like mixing it up, like Righteous Reg in its rarest form at this place. <laughs> like you couldn't get more Righteous Reg than what was happening here. It's high. All the, it was just like an amazing experience. Great for West Coast Pro. Uh, super no vacancy, no more chairs, nowhere to stand. There's people all over the place. The most people I've seen in this building. Yeah. Far and away. Such a great moment for everything. Because this is this show is like it's been in the working for a while. Scott be working hard for months. He's been planning this shit. You know, he knew what kind of pressure it was to put together this show and how many people were going to be there and, and everything surrounding it. It's it's a show. It's it's important. So he really knew what was going on here. And boy, did he knock it out Man. of the park, bro. I'm telling Scott. you. Insane. Scott brought Chris Hero back. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Chris An Hero. announcement in the middle of the show. It's funny because I was <laughs> I was outside smoking and Scott's like, Red, you better come in here. You're going to want to see this. And so I go in there and like Chris Hero grabs the mic, starts talking like, oh, yeah, um, I've been with I've been doing some things with West Coast Pro for a couple months now. I've been behind the scenes, been working at the school a little bit, been doing all this. I'm going to be the new matchmaker out here for West Coast Pro going forward. To everyone's surprise, I didn't know about this. I was like, "What? What? This is, this is yeah. news to me. This is amazing." Yeah. So Chris Hero is back in professional wrestling, going to be the new matchmaker of West Coast Pro because he's been seeing the trajectory that West Coast Pro is going. He's been seeing what's going on. He's he knows that something special is happening here in West Coast Pro. So for him to be along for the ride, I got to talk to talk a little bit with him later in the night and it's just like damn chris hero this is awesome like <laughs> this is great so yeah he's gonna bring a new fresh set of everything to west coast pro he's gonna bring people that know chris hero on for the ride so mm -hmm. um, that's that that's what i'm excited because i'm thinking about like <sighs> you know chris hero probably knows some people that could come by i mean a lot of people, a lot, like, a lot, a lot, a lot of people. And something West Coast Pro does really well with is uh, bringing like notable names and legends of the business, even not even if it's not to get them in the ring. Yeah. But just to get them around the building, do right. signings and meet and greets. They yep. had they had Shibata do one. Yep. They had Lex Luger at this show, I think. Mm -hmm. Like 
Uh, uh, Lita was out there. Yep. She presented the West Coast Pro Women's Championship to Masha Slamovich on the show. Yeah, you can you can meet a legend. Booker T was at a show a couple Last months month? ago. Yeah. So Last like, there's always mm-hmm. that's 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 going to be up tenfold now with the world traveled professional wrestler like Chris Hero. It's yeah. very exciting. Things are happening. Got the Queen of the Indies tournament happening very soon here. Got the show yeah. um, Home of the Killers happening April um, April seventh. Um, gonna be a lot of amazing things going on. But this show here, uh, tremendous. The main event. Please watch the show when it happens. When it's uploaded on IWTV. I don't really know why it hasn't been. They usually do it pretty usually, immediately, right? Usually it's like that. Like usually it's like the next morning right um because that's what i was hoping to do with this one i uh i watched the gcw afternoon or the evening show on saturday mm-hmm. i was like okay when that ends i'll be able to cut into you know home of the killers i, I had them dual screened for a little bit but mm-hmm. it was kind of getting fucky with my computer so i uh i was like all right i'll you know i'll watch whatever is left of west coast pro after gcw is over and i'll watch the replay the next morning to watch the full show mm-hmm. and it wasn't there uh it's still not there today which is yeah that's kind of weird so i don't know maybe they're just you know they'll get to it i'll um, uh like, get an update later yeah today like and i'll put it up like i'm sure they want to get it up there as soon as possible scott's probably mm-hmm. like hey get it up <laughs> so right. you know i uh i but matter yeah. of fact give me one second we're gonna get scoops <laughs> <laughs> when is it going to be uploaded all right maybe we'll find out before the show is over live, some live journalism here on the show folks. <laughs> seeing it in action the the, the, the journalistic process taking place look i just need a couple of questions and a couple of answers that's it yeah. <laughs> but yeah um definitely check out the main event of this show titus alexander versus nick wayne tlc match for the west coast pro championship it was crazy i did see that one that was oh uh, they they got it they had a new team it's coming. They had a new team. That's why it's taking a little bit longer with the uh, the video uh, upload. Okay. So new different. team, different things happening. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. No, it makes sense. <laughs> so soon. Just keep your eyes out on West Coast Pros uh, and IWTV's Twitter. They'll definitely let you know. But my uh, match from this show was just a little bit more personal because um, kind of the things surrounding the match. Uh, originally, it was going to be the conglomerate of Alpha Zoe and D-Rogue and a question mark mystery opponent against uh, mystery partner against Adrian Quest and Los Suavecitos and a six-man. At the beginning of the match, they announced that D-Rogue was out of the match for a personal matter. Shout out to my homie D-Rogue. He's all good. Um, and that we're going to have two mystery partners here. Um, so Alpha Zoe enters the ring after Adrian Quest and Los Suavecitos enters the ring. Alpha Zoe comes out. First mystery opponent is a returning juicy finale. Super huge pop. Fucking Bay Area 
homegrown talent. We love Juicy so much. Mm-hmm. It's great to see him there. Perfect time to kind of reintroduce him back into West Coast Pro. And the original mystery, mystery opponent, Break Stuffs, breaks out over the arena. And here comes AJ Gray, former West Coast Pro champion, finally back in the fold in West Coast Pro. Big pop, big cheers, big everything. AJ Gray has been working on himself for many, many months, trying to improve himself as not a professional wrestler, but as a man, as a human, as somebody who made some mistakes and is trying to move forward. And he has been rectifying all those things. And then on top of that, making himself a better professional wrestling at every stop's been doing a lot of work in circle six, shout out to the homies in circle six. So to see him back here in a place that he made a lot of headways, made a lot of way into becoming the professional wrestler that he is former West coast pro champion. This was a big pop, big moment. I loved everything about it. It was a, 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 a long time coming. It felt like, and this was awesome. Uh, my gift of the week should have been in this match. Now that I think about it again, but my gift of the week was so nuts that I had to switch it up. But at one point in this match, Alpha Zoe picks up both members yes. of Los Salvacitos and hits them with the Sidewinder suplex. Two men up in the air. It's just, you have to see this. I don't know why it wasn't my gift of the week. I'm sorry, Zoe. Alpha Zoe, super dope. I'm going to retweet it again after the show is over, just so y'all motherfuckers know. Um, but yeah, that spot was just like, wow, dude, you've, uh, talk about someone who has taken his career and, you know, really taken off, uh, someone that has been working hard out here in the West coast alpha Zoe, I'm speaking of specifically that he knows that he could be one of the best California wrestlers, one of the best guys in the Bay Area. So he's working every single day to do it. He's up in his bookings. He's a champion in a lot of promotions out here locally. So every moment that he has, he makes sure to really capitalize on it. And he has his biggest, hugest, no question about it, number one toughest match to date coming up April 7th against one of the best wrestlers in the entire world. Potentially is going to be the IWGP junior heavyweight champion at the time, Leo Rush. Mm-hmm. Zoe knows the pressure that's going into that. He's working every single day to make sure that's the best match, the best everything he's ever had, and I'm super excited about it. But yeah, this match was great. There was a lot going on. You want to watch this match yourself because I was really mixing it up, but I want to rec- recommend this match to you guys when that show drops on IWTV. So hopefully sometime this week, we'll have an update very soon. Yeah. AJ Gray ends up hitting the Lariat for the win. The nice. homies get the big victory. This match, this show, everything about it. People are saying it was the best West Coast Pro show ever. The atmosphere, the wrestlers, the 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 prestige, the women's match for the women's, the first ever West Coast Pro Women's Champion. It's great. All this is amazing. Definitely check it out when it drops. Absolutely. Happy to, uh, I'm just happy to hear that too. That's like, yeah, yeah that's some good news. Um, yeah. Yeah. Part of, you know, part of life is uh, growth and yep. improve and self-improvement. 
So exactly. You know, but you know, part of that too is if people are making the strides to grow and to improve themselves, then you know, it's you know, it's our duty to also give them a chance to show us this. So shout out West Coast Pro for allowing AJ that opportunity. Yep. And yeah, I look forward to I look I look forward to seeing where this goes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. He didn't come out to Waka though. No. It's break stuff now. Okay, yeah, well, yeah. still a good song. Still yeah. iconic, different genre entirely. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Waka, Waka though was like that was like yeah, yeah. That was like a party when that hit. It was. You know I mean? It like, was. It was. Especially it was. like I think back to like uh like the the Hammerstein ladder match, like when mm-hmm. that hit because he yeah. wasn't even announced for that match. Right. And that mm-hmm. like every building that that song we did, but, but he, I, I get it. He's trying to like everybody new, yeah. move forward. I get it. Everybody knows break stuff too. Like yeah. it's not it's so. not like he paid one from some popular song that a bunch of people knew to some like weird indie song that nobody right. knows. No, it's, it's like a, people probably more people know break stuff actually than than the Walk of Monks song. So yeah, 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 probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't think of a time in two thousand two or whatever that I didn't hear that shit. Exactly. Somewhere. <laughs> Man. So my yeah. number two, we'll hit, so we'll head over to my number two now. Yeah. And uh, this one, uh, this could have been my number one. I had a hard time. We'll call this my one B. Because mm-hmm. I could not decide this week. I almost flipped a coin. Uh, but my number two match this week is Rina Yamashita versus Casey Kirk. Mm. For the GCW Ultraviolent title Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. from uh, this weekend as well, uh, with the Vikingo and Alex Zane match, GCW Holy Smokes on Fight Plus. Check it out. Whole mm-hmm. show was a banger. It had Drew Parker's last singles death match in it. Uh, like this match, we had Lufisto ver- uh, versus Maki Ito on this show. Like the whole show was great show, incredible. But th- this scares um, but this me. One. This scares me. The fact that you put this match over the Jimmy and Effie match, which means there's a lot of scary stuff that happened in this match. It was more the just the moment, the really, moment for okay. it. Uh, mm-hmm. This was, believe it or not, Casey Kirk's GCW debut. Mm, really? Yeah, she's had huh. she's had a couple of JCW matches. JCW is what I'm thinking. I'm like, I've um, seen her in that ring before, though. Yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah. So the yeah, she's wrestled uh, like a tag match, mm-hmm. um, or I think they might have both been tag matches at JCW, mm-hmm. but never actually in the GCW, uh, like on the GCW card, right? Uh, and on the flip side, we have Rina Yamashita, the reigning and defending GCW Ultraviolet Champion, mm-hmm. been a like mainstay with GCW, particularly in their death match, uh, in their, like in the death match portions of their show, wrestling all sorts of death match tag matches. Uh, she's also all over Japan and like doing big Japan and freedoms and just everywhere. She's literally like one of the most prominent death match wrestlers on the entire planet. Yep. I've uh, been carrying that belt with pride defending it. Uh, I think she had four or five successful title defenses, uh, heading into this match, uh, she won it back in August off of Alex Cologne, which like that mm-hmm. should tell you everything you need to know about Rena right there. Yep. Alex Cologne is not very fuck withable. No, uh, I wouldn't. It, like 
it's a it's it's a tough task to step into a ring with Alex Colon and come out with a win, especially in a death match. Mm-hmm. Rena took his title, defended it uh, a handful of times, went back over to Japan, but she is back in the U.S. right now. Yep. Her first match back in GCW, she is defending against Casey Kirk, who, within her own right, it's her GCW debut, mm-hmm. but she is one of she's royalty in the not only deathmatch world but uh the northeast in independent mm-hmm. wrestling uh the kirks actually just realized casey kirk hey first two-time list maker hey i didn't even think about that Shout out to I, casey. uh back to back my last match was <laughs> the kirks versus yokai i didn't actually wow. somewhere <laughs> my brain did not I, just, I i do my best to try to spread it out across as many shows as I've watched mm-hmm. and not repeat wrestlers matches or promotions when possible, but sometimes it happens. It happens. Uh, I didn't want to not acknowledge the tag match from the ETU show because that sleepy bait, like the sleepy baby spot alone, put that on the list. Right. And then the, the rest of the match being good around it was just like, Oh, okay. Well now it's like, we've taken it from like five to three. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's no there. It would be irresponsible of me to not acknowledge this match. Yeah, between exactly. Rena and Casey. Right. Um, like Casey's in here. She's making her GCW debut, but it is like rabid support from her for her. Sorry for from the showboat crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot. There's a lot of overlap between you know uh gcw fans and some icw fans mm-hmm. casey was the icw american deathmatch champion uh that actually like and you know for perspective's sake her winning that title won moment of the year uh in iwtv's uh awards this year mm-hmm. so that was monumental mm-hmm. and i thought you know honestly for so much of this match i thought maybe we're gonna see her win the gc mm-hmm. <laughs> she might show up in GCW on her debut and win this mm-hmm. ultra-violent title. And I wouldn't have been surprised. Uh, one of the most well-traveled and tenured deathmatch wrestlers out there right now. Right. Um, and yeah, the, they they fucked each other up in this mm-hmm. one, though. Uh, mm-hmm. Rena curb-stomped Casey on... Well, not even curb-stomped. She did like the, whole, like the holding the arms and foot on the back of the head one. Right. Onto a chair. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much glass, panes, tubes, gusset plates, which those ones still get me. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm almost not squeamish about everything, but like gusset plate only because like those things are, those are brutal. Like you, you, you tap one and you're like already, Mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, kind of reminded me actually of the IWTV, the Kirk's, uh, the life of that they did mm-hmm. on IWTV, Brandon Kirk, uh, his arm was like scarred from gusset plates, but like mm. the, what you could literally just see like the individual dots of Eesh. like, like the whole, you could see the like dot pattern of the entire plate down his arm mm-hmm. Yikes. Uh, from a recent one he'd taken. And, oh, those things are terrifying. But uh, in the end, uh, there's also uh, Rena hitting Casey with a pile driver and Casey kicking out at one mm. in one of the most why like e- everyone lost their shit for this kick out. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I saw SP3 tweeting about it a couple <laughs> days ago when he was watching the. He wasn't watching it live. He was like, watch the replay. Uh, shout out to True Heel Heat Wrestling mm-hmm. and uh, the SP3 yep. uh, supporter of the show. We appreciate Definitely. you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I saw him. T- <laughs> I saw, and I was like, yeah, that mm-hmm. was awesome. I, I I loved seeing the reaction to this match from people online. Right. It just felt like this felt like an occasion. Like mm-hmm. this was a huge match. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, despite like for all the insanity that went down across both of those shows, like Drew Parker's last death match, uh, the Vikingo and Zane match, Motor City Machine Guns won the GCW tag titles the next day yep. off of Los Macizos. For me, this was like the match of the weekend for mm. those GCW shows. So it was, it was incredible. Go out of your way to watch it from GCW Holy Smokes on Fight Plus. Uh, you're going to see two of the most prominent deathmatch warriors in the world right now mm-hmm. showing exactly why we call them that it it just bloody ultra violent warfare amazing match amazing crowd the spectacle it it, it the moment to it it was it felt like yeah, a main man. event it felt like a main event and it was the third last match of the show right that's uh, awesome yeah go ahead your way to catch that one loved it mm-hmm. and uh we'll move on to my number one match in my top five matches that I think you need to see from mm. the last couple of weeks. This one was for the IWTV Tag Team Championships. We had the defending champions, Violences Forever, making their second defense of the IWTV Tag Team titles against the team that they won the belts. I, I can't say from. Mm. But they won the belts in the finals of tournament. Their finals against. opponent, yeah. I guess, yeah, against mm-hmm. uh, Miracle Generation. Although this time, it was actually Miracle Generation in full. Yes. Uh, so it's you know it's it, we've been waiting for this rematch basically from the time the first match happened. Um, the original tournament final for the IWTV tag titles uh, ended up being a handicap match uh, in the semifinal. Dustin Waller. Split his eyebrow, nasty wide open uh, against Culture Inc. So he ended up not being able to wrestle the finals match against Violences Forever. Uh, Violences Forever jumped him on the way to the ring uh, when he was, you know, he he, he was going to try to wrestle the match, and mm-hmm. they they you know rode him out of the match by having Violences Forever jump him on the way to the ring. Kylon King wrestled the handicap match and won and uh, lost. So that's how Violence Is Forever got the titles. Mm-hmm. And that was at the White Eagle in Worcester, Massachusetts, which is home turf for Miracle Generation. So that crowd was pissed. Right. Fantastic heat, though. Mm-hmm. Amazing heat. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, so you knew coming into it that like everyone in that building was itching to see Miracle Generation take a win here. Um Violence is forever was getting booed out of the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, like I'll cut to the chase on the result. We got Miracle Generation winning the IWTV tag titles here yep. to one of the most just cathartic, euphoric responses. There's a couple hundred people in that room. They made it sound like there was a thousand with how happy they were to see this happen. It was mm-hmm. like a release of emotion and energy, which is at the end of the day, like that's the ultimate, what that's, that's what it's all about. 
that's what mm-hmm. we want from our wrestling. We want to be so connected and so invested in it that like we experience raw emotion. Definitely. Uh, so shout out to Miracle Generation for getting that for building that attachment and investment with their fans mm-hmm. at the White Eagle. Uh, and then also like to violence is forever for you know really helping to amplify that heat and desire for the title change to happen right um but yeah miracle generation is a fantastic team i can't say enough good stuff about them uh there we've seen over the last 14 months or so dustin and kylon just every week at wrestling open just building and building and building and the responses and the reaction from the crowd getting better and better. Their fan base is growing. The audience in the building is growing and you could, you know, that like miracle gen, Alec price, Ichiban, like these mm-hmm. guys have all over the course of wrestling open really built that place up right. and they built themselves up. You know, miracle generation is, you know, quite easily, one of the best te- one of the best teams in the entire Northeast. Yep, whole country really. Like we saw them go up against West Coast Wrecking Crew at West Coast there. West Coast. Yeah, I got you to uh, I got to talk to a li- talk a little bit with those guys too. Great kids, great young dudes. They're on their fucking way. They're great. Mm-hmm. They 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 took the moment in and just you know took it in and yeah. showed everybody why they belong to be here and why exactly like you said they're one of the best tag teams in pro wrestling right now. Yeah, I'm loving. I like it. it it's, I hope they tore around those belts. Honestly, that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Is like yeah. I want. I want to see them go wrestle C4 at Prestige, and yep. I want to see them come back to West Coast and wrestle like Angels in Blackwood. Or, yep. I I want to see them go. I want to see them go wrestle Culture Inc. again because I think mm-hmm. Culture Inc. is you know like that was their semifinal opponent. That's you know like they're you know you can argue they're very deserving of a rematch and definitely. There's just, uh, you know, there's so many teams now, like main event, even just off of this show, right after, as soon as the match is over, main event comes out to, you know, uh, try to ambush Miracle Gen and Mm -hmm. make a challenge. Above the rest comes out to chase off main event, but then also make a challenge. Like, Mm -hmm. there is just the amount of matches that are on the table, like tag team wrestling in on the independent scene doesn't get it gets talked about, but not to the degree where singles wrestling does. Right. And we don't get to see too many teams traveling. And then like, it makes sense. You know, I, I get it. It's more expensive to fly two people out to your show than it is. If you're just going to fly one person out. Right. So, you know, that's why a lot of tag team wrestling, we see it more regionally than nationally on the independent level. Right. But with these belts, I really hope that this means we can see some more, whether it be them traveling around with the belts or teams getting the chance to travel to the Northeast to face them either way, just to make some of these matchups happen would be great. Um, Kylon King and Dustin Waller, both like they're individually such talented wrestlers, but the way they work together as a team is just special. Uh, I, they have this amazing agility and athleticism to them. They, such good high flyers but then kylon has this strength to him that like they can add this whole level of power to all of their stuff with uh because of his physique and his abilities uh they're just such an entertaining and fun team to watch Mm -hmm. and like violence is forever they deserve some credit here too because 
Like they deserve praise for days. Uh, if you had to pick a team that like, if you're looking at like independent wrestling right now and you go, hmm, which tag team can I, you know, can I realistically see probably ending up on my TV in the, in the immediate future? I think violence yeah. is forever is probably like most poised and polished to be, you know, like taking a, you know, taking you like a next step and going to, uh, you know, going to the show. So to speak. I could definitely see them in ring of honor. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. Yeah. They would fit in mm -hmm. their whole aesthetic is literally like, you know, yeah. early two thousands, like strong mm -hmm. style ROH. Yep. Um, they, they fit right in like, yeah, totally. It's, it, yeah. It's like Samoa Joe and Davey Richards teamed up. Yeah. In, 2023 exactly, <laughs> exactly. It, it's an it's insane mm -hmm. um the match they put together here was just amazing there was mm -hmm. so much you could feel the emotion of miracle generation wanting to just you know get their revenge on violences forever get to show everyone what they didn't get to show back at restival with the with the original finals match uh, you know, the, the the fury of Dustin Waller for being attacked before the finals match mm -hmm. came out in this one. Um, Miracle Generation kind of abandoned their high flying for a little bit and got, you know, mixed it up into the 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 more physical striking of viol with violences forever. And then, yeah, the you know, finally managed to put uh we had dustin waller getting the pin to win the match too which i thought was a nice way to kind of put a bow on it all because mm -hmm. he wasn't even able to participate in the first one right it's just a really special match uh very a lot of emotion tied to it and just i i couldn't think of a better match to put in my number one spot for this week awesome. uh, it was there last week when we were originally going to do the show but mm -hmm. uh you know, Reg, Reg might have maybe gone and seen some live wrestling that happened to be real close to his house last week. I did uh, a lot of it. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of live wrestling. Real close a lot, to a lot of a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> so funny. But thank uh, you know, shout out to me. I was excited about it. I was ha happy to see all that wrestling so close. I'm happy to see more Bay, Bay Area talent get exposed. Yeah, we um, saw Titus on Dark this Titus week. Titus was Jack on Carlo. Dark. Cartwheel, Sandra Moon, like all these great things. We'll probably see some more people tonight at the uh, the Sacramento show. So, yeah. yeah. Shout out to West Coast. We on our way, baby. But my number one match of the week, I put it as my number one match of the week because it was a little bit un unexpected, honestly. It's from a Wrestling Re Revolver Drip. It was Dream New match. Japan Superstar Star Wars. Kushida taking on one of my favorite wrestlers in the world, Jonathan Gresham. So you see this match on paper and you think they're about to have like this epic throwdown. It's going to be near falls. It's going to be all this. It's going to be this going to be that. But it wasn't. This was a sprint. You would you don't really usually see these two guys in a sprint, especially on an independent wrestling show where they could just like and go for it. Like there's no restrictions really. Yeah, you can. Have fun. Let shit really set in. But no, these guys immediately got after it. Everything you would love from both of these wrestlers was on display. There's reversals. There's submissions. There's strikes. There's gra there's all kind of stuff. Like you see, you know, Kushida has been on a great run out here in America with what he's doing 
with Impact Wrestling, Wrestling Revolver, all these random different places. Jonathan Gresham still wrestling. He's one of the best wrestlers in the world, has been for a long time. Going to continue to wrestle with the chip on his shoulder. I don't know if they'll ever not be a chip on his shoulder. I don't know if he'll ever not be the underdog in wrestling. And it's just insane to me. But yeah, these two on display, it was a back and forth contest from Rip. Uh, they're trying to get the better of the other one. Gresham is healing it up a little bit in this match because, you know, Kushida is not going to get booed in like mm-hmm. America anywhere in nowhere in America. There's not one place that he's going to be that people are going to boo him. He's loved. You'd so have to you put know, him up, yeah. You'd have to give him like the most white meat baby face opponent. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And like, no one would do that because that's not the point of bringing him in. You want to bring him in because he's a fucking Japanese charismatic superstar that you want to get behind. So um, Gresham knows that in order to really, really utilize uh, his talents and Kushida's talents the best or for be for him to heal it up a little bit. And so that what ended up costing Gresham the match trying to heal it up a little too much. At one point, he tries to do like this uh, 1998 Hacksaw Jim Duggan gimmick where he uh, <laughs> he ties his, <laughs> ties his hands up with like some wrist tape trying to knock Kushida out. And uh, Kushida's not having it, though. So that same shit, that, that, that is the whole match, the ending sequence of Gresham trying to roll Kushida up, but Kushida rolling him all the way up into the, you know, the back bridge and getting the three on Gresham was surprising man the great finish though i love i love that sequence but yeah jonathan gresham trying to be a heel eventually cost him in the end because you don't need that gresh you're the grapple man man just knock Mm -hmm. him out but yeah this was a really fun sprint i liked it the reason i like i liked it more was because it was a sprint and because it was unexpected not was out what i was expecting for the match super fun match absolute like same observation it Mm -hmm. totally blew my mind it was like that it was over and i was like wait it's over but in yeah. a good way <laughs> yeah and that's the thing too, is the the pit like they've been countering each other for so long of the mm-hmm. match that when the finishing sequence happened i just assumed it was another series of counters i didn't mm-hmm. think that that was gonna you know what i mean like it was it, it was one of those times where like the you know the 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 roll-up finish so to speak kind of happens and you're like oh shit yeah not it not it's like that's what a roll up is. It's not like a distraction. Somebody comes out at the top of the ramp and you're like, oh, hey, what are you doing here? And then you get rolled up. No, a roll up is so they set us up for that with the whole the whole match yeah. was a setup to that finish in the roll up. And that's just how, you know, like two exceptional pro wrestlers are in the ring against each other <laughs> to do that. Fantastic. <laughs> On an independent wrestling show where like revolver is like a mixed bag of all kinds of things. Like the main event's going to be way different than this. And so to be able to do such a cool, interesting match and finishing sequence is awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Great match. Stop the mm-hmm. Jonathan Gresham slander. Ah. Speaking of, speaking of slandered wrestlers, we come to our gift of the week <laughs> and both of our gift of the week feature from two different matches this weekend the same wrestler oh shit and and i did that i i did i did this on purpose i had i had a different gift of the week i had a different gift of the week that's hilarious i had a different gift of the week for this mm-hmm. week but when i saw yours mm-hmm. 
the other one it, like i was i coin flipped between two of them i was yeah. get, i had three of them one of them was the vikingo 630 and i was mm-hmm. like can't do him again mm-hmm. so i so i narrowed my list down to two and then once i saw yours it made up my mind for me because i was mm-hmm. like we're good i'd like to address something right now yes <laughs> shane mercer oh. the the iron demon mm-hmm. uh I just wanted to give him some love and a shout out because this man for God, as long as I've been watching GCW has just been melting my brain with feats of both high. I think he has a, he has a holy shit spot every match almost every match. Well, his finisher itself is a holy shit spot. Honestly, like his, and it's because Nobody else can do the shit that Shane Mercer does. He exactly. is like one of the strongest men. It, it, mm-hmm. It's like if Claudio and Ray Phoenix yes. were in the same body, mm-hmm. we'd get Shane Mercer. Like, mm-hmm. like is he going to? Is yeah, he he's like, to- he's, he's 2023, 1992 Scott Steiner is what he is pretty much. Yeah. Oh, he's like. He's oh. just yeah, he's oh wow, yeah. He's just insane with the throws, mm-hmm. but then also he'll like fucking be in the lucha match too. But then yeah. he'll also oh. throw you into the third row, and then he'll also clothesline your head off. It's like mm-hmm. so much. So I've been I've been seeing Shane Mercer get some flack for a uh, a gif that is not our gif of the week, but uh you've probably seen it if you if you're on Twitter or Reddit at all. Some flack, some flack. I'm probably I'm downplaying it. I'm downplaying it a lot. Just a little it, bit, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's uh. So we, you may have seen a video of a wrestler, uh, ha- holding up another wrestler for a military press slam, and then the referee set this man on fire mm-hmm. as he's get, and then he's then you know thrown from the military press across a fucking room. Yep. Can't, coming just short of a table yeah, that had bit, some light tubes on it. Short. A little, little, little bit short. <laughs> he, he hit the edge. He hit the edge of the table. Honestly, like he got there, but not he, all the way there. Yeah, he got to the edge of the table. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, he yeah. had a foot on the line, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. he crossed the finish. He did. He did. Uh, honestly, though, like uh, is uh, I. There's been yeah. So there was a lot of discussion about this spot a lot of uh upset uh, elderly people mm-hmm. um and you know some some, some young young some, people some, too. Some yeah. there was some yeah there was some yeah so for me it comes it boils down to this if the guy taking the move was okay with taking it and the guy delivering it was okay with delivering it and the ref mm-hmm. was okay with setting the guy on fire we're good and everyone was okay with all of this mm-hmm. just you know Hey, it's not that's uh, as far as we can go. Yeah, exactly. That's all you can say. Like if the guy got thrown and he was like, I didn't I didn't say I don't want to do any of this. I don't want to be set on fire. I don't want to be thrown. Then we'd be like, all right, relax. But if this is all a bunch of consenting adults in professional wrestling trying to do some crazy spot, very crazy. But, you know, just say you don't like it and move on. That's it. Yeah. It's not like he's flying across the room going like you're taking liberties. (laughs) 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 I'm going to give you a receipt for this. Yeah, <laughs> you're taking liberties. It's funny. <laughs> 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 oh, 
why is the referee on them this too? <laughs> yeah, yeah, referee. Yeah, exactly. referee. <laughs> he's looking so, down at the referee as he's in the push slam. Please don't set me on fire. I did not say I wanted to do this. So the beautiful thing about the, the, this spot, though, is that we get to we get to see the crazy freak athleticism of Shane Mercer. Yeah, this was a this was a this was a uh, a demonstration of his raw strength and power. Mm-hmm. If you go back to like I think it was like GCW Fight Club 2021 mm-hmm. at the Showboat, he launched Yoya into like yeah the seventh row. Yoya still floating. Some would say. yeah. Yeah, some have said Yoya still just he's like a ghost <laughs> floating around the show, the carousel room at the showboat now. <laughs> so funny, but, uh, the Yoya. So we both have Shane Mercer clips this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody's on fire, uh, no. but some crazy freak athleticism is getting put on display here. I'm gonna mm-hmm. run them back to. Uh, I'm gonna run them back to back, and we can just yeah. talk about them both because they're both Definitely. bananas. Mm-hmm. We'll start with mine here. Um, volume warning, apologies in advance. Uh, I not good at leveling out audio on video clips yet. <laughs> so here we go. My gift of the week, Shane Mercer and a bunch of other people. Lloyd and launches price at Lloyd oh my into God. a destroyer. How does Shane Mercer figure out ways to do that with other humans' bodies? And now Gringo Loco off the top. And uh, he threw him into a Canadian destroyer. He threw him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now we'll get to Reg's gift for the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Mittens for the video here. <laughs> what the fuck? That's just, you're going to jump. Okay, you're going to be standing up there. I'm going to be on the second rope. You're going to jump. I'm going to catch you. I'm going to moonsault and slam you. Mm -hmm. Pretty normal, huh? Yeah, okay, let's do it. Yep, then I'll check that. (laughs) Sure, Sure. yeah, you're going to Spider-Man on the wall. Yeah. And then clear, like, God, like, got to be like a 10-foot gap in the ring. Yes, yes. And then... Like the whole thing, like okay, so everyone's like, "Oh, what an unsafe fucking worker!" After the flaming military, yes, he, I I'm trying to remember the name of the dude who actually was on the wall. Um, Rocket, Rocket, thank you. Yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, like literally, Rocket could have fucking died. Yes, trying this spot. Yes, like there's so much room for error from everybody. Yeah. Just, just like <laughs> subtract everything after he catches him. Mm-hmm. Just he's on the wall. He jumps like a ten foot gap. Yeah, and then gets caught by another guy who's standing on the second rope. Mm-hmm. Just the trust you have to have in a person just to that. be like, just catch me. I don't even catch like. Me. And like, he's on the on unstable ropes. He's not like. Yeah. Planted like he's on ropes. Yeah, like subtract the fucking moon salt fall away slam from it, and just like just catching him alone. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but if you're an unsafe worker and an untrustworthy, you know, like you, you, you 
if, if you're an unsafe person, like nobody's gonna be like nobody's like, gonna do that. Nobody's gonna do this with you. Yeah. But people, I'm like I'm sure there's people like there's just small dudes that get so happy when they find out they have a Shane Mercer match because they're mm-hmm. probably gonna get to be involved in like some viral spot. Yes. Uh, th- both of these being two of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, Alec Christ. Then like the. That whole everything, like shout out to the GCW scrambles for always. They're always they're perfect. <laughs> GCW never stop being that. Are, oh man, like Alec Price in a military press position again, and he gets lawn darted into delivering a destroyer to Jimmy Lloyd, and then Gringo Loco too with the double springboard twisting destroyer onto Shane Mercer, like oh that whole thing that. The whole sequence is perfect. Sorcery. Yeah. Video game shit. It's video mm-hmm. game shit. Yep. It's always video game shit. Beautiful. Shout out to Shane Mercer. The yeah. duality. Fire. Yeah. Catch. Spots. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Hey, it, it may not be for everybody. It's certainly for me. Yes. I, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll watch Shane Mercer eat people into the third row and do physically impossible seeming shit with the other with another human strapped to his body somehow straight up just incredible so wanted to give some flowers to shane mercer after he got shit shoveled on him for the last seven days mm-hmm. but uh, you deserve yeah. It. yeah so that's what we liked over the last couple weeks mm-hmm. there's some stuff coming up this week that uh i would say we're gonna like yeah Freelance Wrestling's running on Thursday. We got oh, Wrestling Open running on Thursday. ICW's doing some Pit Fighter on Friday. Mm. Circle Six is on Saturday. On mm-hmm. and this is all on IWTV, by the way. Yep. Um, actually, yeah, we've got. Yeah, it's a pretty good week on IWTV, and then over on Fight this weekend. You know, you can catch some AIW. They're running all the time. They are. Fight Life has some show. Oh, I like Fight Life. So Fight Life was previously on, I think it was High Spots. Mm-hmm. Um, there they've moved. Yeah, there was High Spots. They're yeah. on uh, Fight TV now. They've moved to Fight TV. Okay. Start. So they have done in total, I think, um, how many shows now? I think they're on. I swear it's like five, maybe. They've done eight Fight Lifes. Eight. Okay. They've done eight Fight Lifes. So between already starting to happen Mm -hmm. uh up until next week they're going to be uh making their previous eight shows available on fight tv so you can art so you can already get on there um i'm i'll probably do this later this afternoon honestly Mm -hmm. um but you can already get on there i think and watch like the first four fight lives oh sweet Five, six, seven, and eight are coming out on IW or on Fight Plus over the next few days. Mm-hmm. And then next Wednesday, uh, the 15th, Fight Life 9 is their first event live on Fight Plus. Sweet. That's, oh, that's Wednesday. Mm-hmm. That's Wednesday at. Seven, 8 p.m. It looks like. Time. Okay, cool. After so, our show. Yeah, what next Wednesday at 8 p.m. So literally, like, we're gonna finish Indie next week and just go watch Fight Life. Right into it. Sweet. Oh well, or I don't know it overlaps dynamite. Take your pick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh God, that's a <laughs> bad time. <laughs> oh no, I'm two monitor Mike on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
mm-hmm. shit because yeah, Fight Life's killing it. So definitely check. Yeah, them out. check um, them out. But you know, for me personally, we're uh, we're getting some something really cool happening this weekend over on Fight Plus. It's happening on Saturday, eight p.m. GCW versus IWS. Ooh. Which is the International Wrestling Syndicate. Yes. They are based out of Montreal, Quebec, mm-hmm. Canada. GCW is coming to Canada. Wow. This weekend, Saturday, they're in Montreal for unfn sanctioned 2023. It'll be GCW taking on IWS. If you watched uh GCW Ransom on Sat on Sunday, uh, you would have seen uh a run-in from some IWS wrestlers attacking uh attacking the stars of gcw and mike bailey sided with them mike bailey is sided with iws against gcw wow. mm-hmm. uh so that's gonna be big deal sawyer wreck versus lufisto mm-hmm. benjamin tull versus tony deppin mm-hmm. uh but they've got a lot of people announced for it mans warner's announced rena yamashita nick wayne um and then they're in Toronto like the week after that. I can't go. They're sold out. I got to oh. find. Um, yeah. If there's a GCW in Toronto plug, my DMs are open. So. Uh, I can. Let me let me see what I can do. Okay. Hmm. But yeah, my DMs are open. So, you know, if uh, if anyone out there in YouTube land is, uh, you know, might know a person. Yeah. Yeah. Help me out. Uh yeah, so it's, it's really, really intense looking weekend. Uh, great shows across both platforms. Mm-hmm. Lots of options for you to check out. Uh, you know, tomorrow night, Thursday as well. We've got wrestling open on, yep. as always. Mm-hmm. Some crazy, uh, you know, there's announcements. Like, if you just scroll through your social media. Just scroll. If you follow, like, any independent wrestlers or mm-hmm. promotions, you're going to see constant announcements coming out from them right social media promotion is like it's that it's the it's the way to go exactly so, just keep your eyes locked you're gonna find tons of stuff check some stuff out if you see something and you're like oh hey it's kind of cool maybe i'll check it out check it do out it. just do mm-hmm. it go with the gut mm-hmm. instinct the amount, of, the amount of times you're gonna find something that you absolutely love just off of checking something out on a whim it's crazy yeah so you know explore that curiosity go ahead right or the show go to your local indie always go to your local indie always go to your local indie if you got a local indie go mm-hmm. listen to how much fun reg had this weekend going so to much fun. promotion mm-hmm. yeah it, it helps when your local promotion is also one of the like mm-hmm. best indies in the country I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but really like there's almost one there's almost one indie in every state that's turning out fantastic shows like this right. so just keep your eyes peeled Exactly. Head to your favorite wrestlers. Uh, yeah, head to your favorite wrestlers' uh, social page. Look at their links. Find their merch. Go support mm-hmm. them. It's International Women's Day. Go find your favorite women's wrestler. Mm-hmm. Support them extra hard this month. Straight up. Support everyone anyway, but you know, mm-hmm. like, hey, all the more reason to today. Yep. And uh, yeah, just enjoy independent wrestling. There's so much of it going around. That's it's, it. Like, just watch it. Just support it. That's it. Wrestlers need your support. Buy some merch. Watch mm-hmm. these shows. Get you an IWTV, Fight TV, High Spot. Somebody support these wrestling companies because they need it. That's it. 
Yeah. And uh, be sure to check out next week. We're going to mm-hmm. be back here, 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern. Not going to have a top five for you. We'll probably mm-hmm. have a gift of the week for you still. Mm-hmm. But we're going to be sitting down, talking with Effie. Yes. Talking about what he's had going on lately. Definitely going to be talking about Big Gay Brunch coming up at the mm-hmm. Collective. Mm-hmm. It's very soon, too. Only a few weeks away. End of March. So look out for that. Can't wait for that episode. In the meantime, I know Reg is going to be showing up at a couple more places. So why yeah. don't you let people know where they can find you between now and next week? Uh, I will be tomorrow. You can catch me after the Ring of Honor show uh, on the Fightful YouTube page with Kate. We'll be talking all the happenings of the Ring of Honor show. We did Ask Rhapsody last week, so no Ask Rhapsody. But then you can catch me on Saturday on the Grapsity podcast every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 Eastern, and all whatever time zones you're in with Philip Lindsay and William Washington. And on the Twitter machine, talking shit at Righteous Ranch. You see my tag under there. Yeah, follow both of us on Twitter. Our our usernames are right below our lovely faces. Uh, I don't have, like, anything else going on. I do this show. I talk about wrestling on Twitter. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to maybe pop on, you know, might show up on a Fightful Gaming stream or something sometime in the near future. But, yeah, I'm going to add some more content in, I think, slowly but surely. Uh, You know, if you want to collaborate, reach out. Most definitely. I'm pretty available. Uh, but in the meantime, thank you for tuning into another episode. Indeed, we appreciate you joining us, talking about independent wrestling, celebrating independent wrestling, and the wonderful people who do it every week for us. And uh, we'll be back next Wednesday with Effie, talking about everything that he's got coming up. Look forward to seeing you there. In the meantime, take care of yourselves, and thank you. Peace. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.